Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spleichel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spleichel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. We're happy to welcome this week's guest to discuss today's topic, which is using your website data to find actions that will move the needle. This week's guest here from Media Authentic. He first started working in the field of marketing as a videographer who would create marketing videos and other assets. However, he quickly learned there was a problem. Organizations didn't really know what to do with these marketing assets once they were created. Today, he focuses on assisting businesses in measuring and acting on their marketing data. A big hello to JJ Reynolds. Hi, JJ. Hey, Andy. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, we're excited to talk action here. So to start, what are the keys to identify what is and what isn't working when it comes to your website numbers? Yeah, the, the biggest thing that I would say for anybody, regardless of what numbers you're looking at, right? Like everybody has numbers and every platform will give you a different number. But let's talk about a website, for example, is if you're asking for a number, whatever number that may be, is before you get the number, <laughs> decide what you're going to do about it. So for example, if you wanted to know um, how many people are going from our product page to our cart page, um, and in my head, it's going to be, all right, if it's above 3%, we're good, we're selling, let's keep driving traffic. If it's below 3%, maybe let's take a look at uh, our product page and see if we're meeting people's expectations there. So that's probably the biggest, the biggest uh, overall theme I'm going to keep talking about is define what your action is before you even ask for a number from anyone. How do you define what that action is? I mean, you just threw out 3% would be, I mean, do you have a list of what would be industry specific or, or where did you come up with that 3%? Yeah, every, every industry is going to be slightly different. Um, and everyone always asks like, what's the best conversion rate? And the answer to that is better than it was yesterday, right? Like that's in reality, that's the best conversion rate if you're always improving. But um, usually for example, cold traffic, uh, one to 3% is what you'd see for like an offer. Um, that's just like off the bat, off the top of my head, that's kind of where I'd expect things to be. Okay. Now, are you using then past data to kind of prior, you know, kind of put your perspective and then you're looking at that or what, what do you mean by setting the bar, I guess, before you look at the numbers? Yeah, I would say like, well, don't even use, um, so if you have a, if you have a gauge for what you think is normal, right. Um, then that's what you're going to use is so say, for example, say you always know it's a uh, 3% just for pulling number out of the air for whatever we're talking about. If it's 5%, like, let's see what we did that made it better. 
if it's less than 3%, maybe we should go adjust something. But you have to have a benchmark to start off with uh, mm-hmm. that I would suggest not using, not Googling it, like being like, hey, like let's Google it. What I'd suggest is tr- trying to figure it out if you have been collecting that um, information, um, figure it out what it's been for the past month. Um, if you haven't set it up and then let, let it run for a week or two and then see what that average is. So what are you using to track the data? Are you using Google Analytics or are you using something else? Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Google Analytics to collect and store that information uh, for you. And how do you make sure that your analytics is properly installed? Yeah, making sure is uh, one of those things that's uh, a, a bigger question in and of itself, and I could speak for hours on that. But um, what I would suggest is that you go into whatever, uh, go into your Google Analytics account and you break it down um, by how many people are coming to your website and the source of traffic. So it's called a source medium report in Google Analytics, um, and it's called a the acquisition report inside of uh, Google Analytics Four. And that's where I'd suggest starting, seeing just off the bat, off like does that look right to you, um, and then diving into it from there. And that's kind of the first uh, the, the first domino, so to say, to kind of start knocking down. When you have clients that come to you, how often do you find that their analytics is not set up properly? Uh, 100% of the time. Um, 100% of the time is is there's something that could be improved, right? And the definition of properly, like I'll, I'll just give you a real world example, is if you're measuring page views, which is a default metric for Google Analytics, you can actually collect extra information. So for example, say you wanted to know how many people have stayed on a page for at least 30 seconds. You could collect that information and store that. And now you have another level of engagement to kind of say, okay, we have people who saw this page, our offer page. We have people who stuck around for 30 seconds, which is say 50% of people. And then we have the people who clicked add to cart or whatever the offer is. And now you have an extra optimization point in there. So that is where we really specialize in is kind of customizing things above and beyond just saying, hey, how many people hit our website and how many products did we sell? Mm -hmm. And are you using universal analytics UA or have you started transitioning to the new um, Google Google Analytics 4? Yeah, it's it's a bit of a, you're kind of one one foot on both sides of the fence at the moment. Um, so we're just just for everybody to have a little bit of action is using Google Tag Manager to deploy um, and and trigger Google Analytics. We currently would advise everybody to use both Universal Analytics and GA4, just because uh, you can probably find your answers faster in Universal Analytics right now, just because it's been around for a long time. You can Google, how do I do X, Y, and Z, and usually there's an article about it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you have to start familiarizing yourself with GA4 because they're going to stop Universal Analytics in July, 2023. So you um, there's a ticking clock as far as when it's going to stop, but you should start getting yourself familiar with GA4. Now, I read that you believe that a company can grow in a predictable manner by measuring the numbers and their metrics on an ongoing basis. And when I read that, I guess, is this really true? Have you found this to be the case? And exactly which numbers and metrics should you be measuring? Yeah, I, th- I think it's one, like I said it, so I believe it's 100% true. Um, the reason why is because if you can measure and you can um, pr- you can store all that information 
right? Everything that you believe is important. You can then predict what will happen next week, next month. And if you can predict next week, the second that you start deviating from what you think is going to happen, you can hop in and take an action. Whereas most people, most businesses from 100,000 to 100 million uh, don't realize they're not on track until the end of the month or the quarter. Uh, so that's like, I, I believe that's 100% true. The numbers that you look at, the numbers that you watch are the ones you can change. The same thing goes for people who, if you weigh yourself every morning, like I th- this is your, uh, your chances of losing weight are much higher because it's a number you're watching every single day. Um, as far as the numbers that matter, right? That's what we were with <laughs> them need to make each click count, right? Um, is I would highly advise breaking down however you define a journey on mm-hmm. an individual page. So for example, um, if someone sees a page, if a page loads, that's now an impression. They saw that your brand even exists. Um, they might stay 10 seconds on the page and they're now aware that you have an offer, right? They're 10 seconds on page is usually enough for someone to at least understand, like, is this for me or not? Um, viewing the offer, they might be introduced. If there's like a pricing box or something like that, I'd say like they're introduced to your offer. Um, and then initiate is they take action, like click the, click the, the pay now button or whatever it is that's on your page. And those four are like the basics of like, if you have those four metrics being collected and stored and you have a hundred percent of people who are introduced, like you kind of have a fall off uh, funnel for lack of a better term, uh, you're able to much move much quicker next week when things aren't going your way. If you launch a new offer or if you launch a new thing, um, you're much, you're, you're in a much better spot. So what are some quick ways that you could use Google analytics, historical data to take an action, take an action or two that would increase your sales? Yeah. Um, it just depends on if you are tracking, like, let's just say, assume that everybody has transactions inside of their, Google Analytics account. So like you have some measure of saying, was this good or bad, (laughs) right? So assuming you have either leads or transactions or whatever your your main um, performance indicator is, is being stored. uh, What we want to do is I would highly suggest, and and if you're listening, just pause, go to your computer, pull it up, go to your Google Analytics Universal. uh, In your acquisition report, it's on the left-hand side, you open that, and then you'll see uh, source medium. Uh, by traffic sources. And in that report, you can then see every single traffic source that's sending you people. In the first column, you'll see number of users, number of sessions. And on the last column, on the far right, you'll see the uh, the goal or transactions that have occurred. And so you can see a conversion rate for each of your traffic sources. For example, Facebook traffic source, Facebook ads traffic source, uh, maybe you, uh, other ref- affiliates or referrals or any of those types of things. Uh, you can see all those broken down for you right there. And that will give you a good, like, what's the most uh, inputs that we're doing? Because only you know, like, hey, maybe we're running ads at $100,000 a day, right? Like you're just up there. Uh, whereas the other thing you're doing is much less. Whatever you're putting effort in, you want to see outcomes, right? And that's that's what you need to do. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters is you want to tie effort to outcomes so you can put more effort where the outcomes are better. So you take a look and you see the different traffic sources that are driving um, conversions or goals. What action would you take based on that knowledge? Yeah. So that's um, what I would like to, to see is if you have that, and just say that you have uh, one traffic source that you're uh, really, really 
doing well on. You're like, oh my goodness, this is just the best traffic source. Either see if you can do more of that. So for example, say uh, a real world example, we had a client who got featured in a magazine, uh, online magazine, and just traffic, like a traffic source they didn't intend on, right? It was like mm-hmm. web magazine.com forward slash affiliate or sorry, referral. Just started sending them tons of traffic. They got like 10,000 people to their site. And of those, like 5% bought their thing. Well, you either look at that and say, hey, that was cool. Awesome. Or you take an action on it and you call up that magazine and say, hey, can we be featured again next month? Like, we'll pay you money or we will just like, what do you need from us? We'll give you the best article written and you get your own public relations person to try to get you featured in more of these types of magazines. Um, and so that that's what I would suggest is like, see what your traffic sources are and can you do more of it uh, reasonably? Or maybe if it's something that you're doing a lot of, like you're, you're, you're spending a lot of effort on something, but not very much outcome, maybe you want to scale back on that. Hey, what's up? Andy here. I have a quick question for you out there listening. How do you rate your Google Shopping results? If you are an e-commerce business driving traffic to your own website, Google Shopping remains the absolute number one way to drive profitable traffic. Unfortunately, I see a lot of mistakes with the fundamentals of Google Shopping. Whether a business uses a free Shopify app along with some Google automation, or perhaps turning over your Google Shopping to an agency but with limited oversight, or even trying to manage everything in-house without proper knowledge, I've seen about all the mistakes you can make. And that's why I've released Understand, Conquer, and Profit with Google Shopping mini course. And best of all, it's absolutely free. As a business owner, you don't necessarily have to manage Google Shopping yourself, but you do need to understand how it works. This video course will help you do just that. And best of all, it's free. To register, go to makeeachclickcountuniversity.com forward slash conquer and profit to sign up and start growing your business using Google Shopping or visit makeeachclickcountuniversity.com classes to see all the courses we currently offer. All right, back to the show. Now, if you had a crystal ball, how would you see the industry changing in the next year to 18 months? Oh, we're in for a doozy of a year to 18 months. Um, I would expect that everyone, the companies that are going to succeed are the ones that can get really comfortable with the relative metrics. And what I mean by that is the percentages. Um, because accuracy is has never been a thing. Nothing's ever been accurate. If you want accuracy, go to your bank account. I'll tell you how much money you have. But on the measurement side, um, it's going to get a lot less accurate. But if you know your percentages of, hey, 10% of people do X, 30% of people do Y, and you can measure those percentages, you're going to be in a much better spot. And if the, the more you can ignore the actual hard numbers of like, hey, my, my cart says 100, but my Google Analytics says 90, that doesn't matter. What matters is the percentages of people who saw your offer to purchase the offer, to continue the offer, et cetera. Sure. And I, I think the... The reason for that is because of the different privacy issues. Is that correct? Yeah, the different privacy issues. That the like it's a, it's a kind of a multifaceted. We've got privacy on one side. We've got tech giants that own devices on the other side, and browsers that are owned by a third party. So it's just getting really messy as far as who owns what and uh, what we do. But that's going to be the main yeah, privacy as well as uh, just who owns what. And is is. According to what I read, I mean, that's the whole reason that Universal Analytics is going away as well, correct? 
Uh, yeah, it's one of the reasons. Um, Universal Analytics has been around for a long, long time. <laughs> and so uh, I think um, the GA4 has a lot of awesome features that are, that is built for the future of the internet um, that is going to be, if you learn it and you learn it well, you can make it sing to do what you want it to do. Now you started, it said in the bio, as a videographer. Do you still do that or are you purely an analytics guy now? Um, I like to think of myself as a creative. <laughs> we make lots of dashboards and I'm the person who builds all the dashboards that we produce for our clients. Um, I run a YouTube channel that is just myself uh, chatting about all these nerdy things. So I get to do some video things here and there, but um, at the end of the day, I get much more enjoyment um, instead of pushing publish on like a video or sending a video to a client of like helping a client take an action that at the end of the day makes them more money. Um, and I think that's, that's really where I found uh, a lot of passion. Now, personally, have there been any business books out there that you could attribute to your journey as an entrepreneur? I am the biggest um, fan of the, um, oh, it's blinking, blinking me right now is uh, two, two books. I am a big fan of the, the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. I know that's like a, a cliche in and of itself, but it's, I read it a long time ago when it kind of first came out. And I really thought it was a very, um, like understandable book as far as that. And then the other book is a company of one by Paul Jarvis and Paul Jarvis, he runs fathom analytics, which is another analytics company. Um, but his ideas around keeping a team nimble, keeping a team uh, concise and building a, a profitable business, I really, really enjoy. Now with your agency, what problems are you solving for your clients and, and how does your agency stand apart from the competition? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of measuring those things. It, like the, our main core um, positioning for everyone we talk to is we measure beyond just page views. So we're not just taking the default things if you hit publish on your Google Analytics account, or uh, we work with a lot of different data sources like Facebook and Bing and Google ads and all those pieces. Um, it's measuring not just a page view and a transaction. It's measuring for the entire journey in between that so that you have a number to say, we need to increase this. We need to improve our um, number of people who interact with our carousel or do something online, um, which just makes everything more actionable. We want it, like I always want it to, I always tell clients the action should jump off the report at you. It should be highlighted red, bold, and saying, okay, we need to fix this, um, as opposed to looking at a report where you're like, well, that's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to doing what I was doing. Do you have a favorite success story you'd be willing to share of? a client that came in and you were able to identify something that, that really changed the direction of their company. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I'd say most of our clients, that's a, the, the case. Um, yeah. So we, we have the pleasure of working with clients on a long-term retainer. So most clients that we have, I think like the average stay with us for at least two years, like that's like kind of the minimum. Um, and so over that course of that time, we can start from being like, we know nothing to then, having us be part of their actual company. Like we're like, we are their data company, um, part of their data department. And then we can go from there. But the one that really sticks out with me is we had a, like a, a coach that was a high, uh, kind of high ticket sales offer type of thing. Um, and they were doing millions of users a month to their website. 
And their offer was just getting such a small number of people who were signing up. And what we did is we showed them, like we built out all the things I've just been talking about of like impression, what is awareness on a page, engaging 50%, all those pieces. And you could see this funnel that like just screamed, we need to improve the video <laughs> on a video sales page. It just screamed that. Um, and what they did is they uh, their team improved that and they were able to almost uh, double the percentage of people who uh, filled out the applications. Now let's talk about what services you offer. When somebody comes to you and... I guess, are, are they pretty much, they just want to help with their analytics? I mean, how does that whole process work? Yeah, well, we start with a question that they're asking. Like usually most, most people that come to, to come to us and I, I talk with every single person, all the discovery calls, it's me. <laughs> um, and the number one thing is either they have a problem that they've identified. They're like, this, this is not working. We, know, know what to, we don't know what to do with this. We have no idea with our Google Analytics. Or, or what our ads are doing or all these pieces. And we just want insights and actions. And that's usually, I'd say about 80% of people, that's that's the case that talk I talk with. 20% are like, I know I should be doing better. I just don't know what. Um, and so as far as services, we offer kind of the entire like range of Google uh, Analytics, but Data collection is a more broad term. We'll use more than just Google Analytics. So data collection, data manipulation. So we'll like clean things up, rearrange information so that it's stored more um, appropriately. Uh, we have data. You're, you're talking about the tags there, not not actual elements on the page, right? Yeah, correct. Like collecting the uh, like like hits and users and all those types of things. Okay. Um, so yeah, we have uh, basically like the the. the kind of journey is data collection. So whatever that is, Google Analytics, Adobe Analytics, doesn't matter. Um, your own CRM, collecting information. Uh, then we have to manipulate that to make sure it's actually some like some way that makes sense, right? And that could be lower casing things, as simple as that. Uh, we then have to store that information somewhere. So Google Analytics by default, you can store information in there. Uh, you can store things in BigQuery, uh, Google Sheets. There's a lot of different options to store your information. Um, and then lastly, we need to visualize it. So because rows and columns only work for a small subset of people. Um, so we need to make things that look pretty and then also actionable. Now, who is the perfect client for your agency? If they're listening right now, this is the person who should try to reach out to you. Yeah, the perfect client um, for us, the perfect person is if you have a small team of people who are either in marketing or you're just doing everything and you don't know what to do as far as using data and using your marketing information to provide feedback on what your actions are. And so if you're in that like kind of cycle of saying like, hey, we've been doing good promotions, not 100% sure how to improve next promotion or next month, um, that's kind of it. And most, most people between, uh, I'd say... Um, at, at least doing $1 million a year. I was going to ask, is there kind of a minimum that they should be to be able to financially, you know, make it feasible to afford your return? Yeah, I'd say 1 million is the absolute, like the bottom. I'd say most people are comfortable between the 10 to, to 20 million is where it's like almost a no brainer at that point. Because if we can increase, help you increase by like even a percentage point, you're, we've, we've paid for ourselves multiple times over. And how can an interested listener, perfect or not, learn more about working with you? 
Yeah, if you head over to uh, mediaauthentic.com, that's M-E-D-I-A-U-T-H-E-N-T-I-C.com, um, you can poke around there. Uh, I've also got a like a visualization data studio um, site that I've run on the side called datastudio.vip. Um, and either one of those spots, uh, you can find me, get in contact if you'd like. I see you spelled out the name. Do you have people that misspell authentic a lot? Yeah, the problem is, is, is that when I was creating this company, um, I, I don't know, eight years, nine, 10 years ago, um, is I actually spelled it not the way most people would spell it. So media and authentic, but there's only one A in the middle. So it's media, M-E-D-I-A-U, media authentic. Um, and so if you type in media and authentic, it'll show up as well in Google search, but um, I, I really messed up on the naming of this whole situation back when I went back when I created the S corporation. <laughs> yeah, got it. You know, I asked because my my agency is true online presence and people are always spelling presence like it's a gift under the tree instead of presence. So just thought it was yeah. kind of ironic. Hey, uh, before we go, I have one more question. Yeah. What is for somebody who's listening that says this all sounds great, but I'm nowhere close to a million dollars. What is one piece of actionable advice they could take today that could help them find some meaningful changes based on their website data? Tie your effort to an outcome. So whatever you're doing, if you're trying to promote something, tie it to the outcome using um, your data in some capacity. And so that is the number one thing. If you can tie your effort to outcome, you can put more high quality effort in the high quality outcomes um, and tie them together. Well, that's great. Well, that has been fantastic. Is there anything else you would like to add before we wrap it up today? No, I think that that's been it. It's been, it's been a pleasure and um, awesome chatting. All right. Well, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us an honest review. And if you're looking for more information, Regarding media, authentic, or connecting with JJ, you'll find the links in the show notes below. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business, check out our all-new podcast resource center available at www.makeeachclickcount.com. We've compiled all our different past guests by show topic and included each of their contact information in case you would like more information on any of the services I've discussed during the previous episodes. In the meantime, remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing, and I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.